coming up on the Write Something Worthy podcast. That's part of why I love being in Prolific Writers Life community because people are open-minded. They're willing to come and learn. Even if they're doing a DIY book and they want to self-publish, they need to learn things. And if they're trying to get a publishing deal, find an agent, you still need to learn how to go that pathway. Welcome to the Worthy Writer edition of the Write Something Worthy podcast. Each month, we bring you an informative interview that helps you to live your best life as an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Tanya Brockett. Today, I am thrilled to introduce you to Dr. Lorraine Hatia. Lorraine earned six college degrees, including a PhD by the age of 35. She has attended and or taught at over a dozen different colleges and universities. Writing has played a central role in her career as a professor, content marketing specialist, grants evaluator, continuous improvement ambassador, and entrepreneur. Lorraine has been featured on cable and national television, and she has debuted in a few comedy clubs. She has traveled to dozens of countries and lived in the U.S., France, and China. She has some fluency in French, Spanish, and Mandarin Chinese. Her articles have been featured in dozens of publications and websites in the U.S. and abroad. Lorraine is the founder of the fantabulous Prolific Writer's Life, a virtual community for writers to work together and build relationships with authors and experts in the writing industry. She believes that the best way to grow as a writer is to grow relationships with authors and writing industry experts. Please enjoy my conversation today with Dr. Lorraine Hatia. Welcome, Lorraine. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, Tanya, for the opportunity to be here. I tremendously appreciate it. I love your podcast, and I'm very happy to be here today. Those who have been in the Write Something Worthy tribe for any length of time also know how much I love Prolific Writer's Life. So, before we get into anything else, I would like for you to share with our listeners, what is Prolific Writer's Life? Uh, well, Prolific Writer's Life is a writing community uh, that I started a couple years ago. And the the main gist of the community is for writers and authors to get together with writing industry experts so that they can be in community with the people they need to, to stay encouraged, to stay uh, in tune with what's happening in the writing industry and what they need to do to finish their projects. It's so important to be in that kind of writing community because if you are a writer and you're trying to do this all on your own, you can have so many doubts, the self-talk, um, just the uncertainty of what's going on uh, with your whole project. It's it changes everything when you are able to work in community with people who are thinking about writing, working on writing projects every day, sharing their ideas. Every, all these experts and authors and writers are picking up ideas and tidbits and uh, apps and uh, what it takes to stay encouraged. And so by sharing that, it just exponentially increases your opportunity to succeed as a writer by being in that writing community. And you can't get that in any other community except for being in a writing community. 
how is it that that kind of information is shared? What is going on in the prolific writer's life community that allows that to happen? Well, one of the one of the reasons I created Prolific Writers Life, Tanya, is I love going to conferences and being part of writing groups. And it has always felt so disjointed to me. I mean, I've been involved in conferences and writing groups and so forth for decades. And one of the things that I've found is it can be very disjointed. You can go to a conference and feel like you're fire hosed with amazing information and you meet all these great people and you know and you invest the money for the hotel and all of this stuff but then when you come home it's just overwhelming you've got all this information and now you've got this big job of following up with all these people hoping you can stay connected with them and to me it just and then the opposite extreme is you have your local writing group and you have three or four friends that get together and everybody has some particular knowledge in some area of writing probably or publishing, but that's a very limited knowledge with your two or three friends or four, however many in your writing group. So you have these two extremes of a small group and a gigantic conference kind of group. And to me, there seemed to be a gap that just wasn't the, the big gigantic gap that needed to be filled. And that gap is just to be in community with a lot of writers on a regular basis and yet to get to know them, to become friends with them, to trust them, to know that you could um, utilize their services if at some point you need them, or you can refer a friend who is a writer and might need their services. So what happens at Prolific Writers Life is we get together in, I'm going to say face-to-face, it is virtual face-to-face, most like most often Zoom meetings. Um, that's our preferred platform that we use. Uh, so in these Zoom meetings, writers pop in and they come to regular meetings that are typically weekly. Some of the meetings are held monthly and some are unique meetings um, that somebody's just going to do a workshop. So it's a one-time workshop. But the thing is, as people come back to this writing community day after day, week after week, what they find is they break through hurdles that they've had for years. People who've been wanting to write a book, uh, they just didn't even know how to get started. And they come into our community and all of a sudden, the writing just starts flowing. And they get the encouragement they need. They meet the people they need to keep them on track and get that kind of guidance and encouragement. So that's what it is. You meet friends virtually. Um, and it's not like a meetup group where you just Again, that small group feeling, um, we, you have the opportunity to meet many people in the community. See what you mean, too, about the big gap between the small writing group where you actually do know people and the large conferences where it's just like an information dump and you never follow up with everybody like you think you will. Right? And you have to create all individual relationships with all those people rather than having a forum where you guys can get together and have that conversation or have that support, et cetera, et cetera. One of the things that I shared on a previous podcast is that I've never been a big fan of the writing group. So it was just didn't appeal to me as I was coming up as a writer, and probably because I focus more on nonfiction than 
fiction. And I found that most of the writing groups available to me were fiction-based. You know, oh, go create a, write a little short story and then come back and we'll critique it. That just wasn't something I was interested in. So when I first mm-hmm. heard of Prolific Writer's Life, I thought, ah, just another one of those writing communities that's going to focus on fiction and it's, I'm not really going to gain anything. But boy, was I surprised. <laughs> I have now been visiting and being being becoming a part of the Prolific Writer's Life community, and I have found so much more than I ever imagined being a part <laughs> of it. And one thing that I've shared with the uh, podcast tribe before is about the the one session you all have called Words Count. Can you tell us about the concept of that and how that works? Yes. Words Count actually was a proposal to our advisory board, Prolific Writers Life Advisory Board, from uh, Coach Linton McLean. He is one of the experts in our community. And he noticed that a lot of writers, he actually coaches people on not just writing a book, but on getting things done, whatever goals they have. And uh, what he noticed is, as he was talking to some of the, a lot of our writers, he was finding that people would talk about writing and talk about why they don't have the time to write and talking about what hurdles they have to overcome to have the time to get started on their book. And he just kind of came to this conclusion of we really should start, we really should stop talking about the issues we have around writing and like actually schedule time on our calendar where we have a chance to say what we're facing that day or in that moment and then get to work. So the way that words count is structured is we're using kind of the Pomodoro method. So we, it's a one hour event that's on our calendar six days a week and we start with a five minute check-in. So whoever shows up on that particular day, we have a five minute check-in. How are you doing? What are you going to work on today? And that's a chance for people to just give a little vent. Well, you know, I'm just not really in the mood to write today, but I knew if I showed up, I would get something done. Or somebody else might be saying, you know, oh, I had a great writing session yesterday. I'm really looking forward today. You're in conversation with writers, even if it's just for those couple minutes. So we have that five-minute check-in. Then we have a 20-minute writing session. We have another five-minute check-in. How's it going? And then we write for 25 minutes and a final five-minute check-in. So in that one hour, you're going to get in 45 minutes of writing time. And in the meantime, you have those three check-in points to just get a little bit uplifted, to vent, to listen to some tips from other writers, you know, whether it's I can't figure out how to find line numbering in Word. Where is that? And somebody else will say, oh, that's easy. You click here and click there. So it's just, just, again, that thing of being in community with writers who understand the things that you face uh, in trying to succeed as a writer. And this session, Tanya, it's really the foundation of prolific writer's life at this point. Um, This is where writers really get to know each other. They get their projects done. And this this event, in fact, is also included in membership. So that means once you're a member of Prolific Writer's Life, you can go to an unlimited number of words count sessions included in your membership. 
and for the rest of the world who aren't committed to being involved in a writer's community, they can still attend. They just have a small fee they pay, right? Yes, that's right. But I will say, um, you don't even have to pay that small fee to try it out because we do have a 14-day free trial for Prolific Writer's Life. We're running that special now. Um, you know, that might go on indefinitely. I don't know. But um, we do have a 14-day free trial so people can try out um, these events. And not just Words Count, we have other events that are included in membership, um, such as Build Your Author Platform. Um, this is really important. Once somebody has a book out or they're starting to build their website or try to build their social media following, uh, build their audience, um, this is one of the biggest challenges that writers have is, how, okay, you can write your book, but now how do you market it? So Build Your Author Platform is another uh, workshop we're offering at this time. And these workshops, they are pretty standard on the calendar, but our experts can change and update these workshops at any time. Um, the key thing is we're trying to support the needs of uh, the people in the community at any given time. You know, I created a link through the Write Something Worthy uh, podcast to your free trial. And let me just shout that out real quick. It's writesomethingworthy.com forward slash PWL free trial. PWL free trial. So that is a direct link to signing up for Prolific Writer's Life in the free trial because I have to say, I'm going back to word count here. That was the tipping point for me that said, oh my gosh, this is much better uh, than the any writing community that I've been in before. And so much, it was different. It was fulfilling. It was engaging. It was, I, I just can't tell you, that words count session really makes a difference for me. I remember in the first words count session I went to, I was working on a client's book, I believe, and I was able to crank out a whole chapter during that words count session. Now, sure, I should have been able to crank out that same chapter any other time, but the, the fact that it was focused the fact that you were there with others who were also cranking out their work, the fact that you share, you know, what it is you're working on, so you really want to make progress on it when you go off on your own time, right? Mm -hmm. All of that was encouraging. All of that allowed greater productivity. Right. You make a good point there, too, Tanya, is that, you know, we do that five-minute check-in where we all have our cameras on and we're talking, but then we literally turn our cameras and sound off. So we we do have that 20 minutes of focus time, come back for the five minutes. And again, it's optional to turn off the camera. Some people like that accountability so that they, they keep their camera on and turn their sound off. Um, but then you know that they are, they are there indeed working at their computer, and that's completely optional. Yeah, it, it really does make a difference. And there's something else I can relate to that you said, Tanya, about being a nonfiction writer. I tend to write almost all nonfiction as well. And of course, when I was trying to, over the years in joining writers groups, most of the writers in the group are fiction writers. And this always used to bother me. And I just kept wondering, like, why can't I find any groups that are nonfiction groups? Um, now, I did, however, learn the benefit of working with fiction writers. In my current book that I'm working on, I have a lot of conversation going on, even though it's a nonfiction book. 
um, but there's a lot of conversation and I'm really thankful that I have been able to work with a lot of these fiction writers and their creative minds and all of that offers, you know, that's offered there. But the thing about words count is we're just talking about, it's more about the writing process and who we are as writers and the challenges we face. It's less about the content. We also have critique groups where you actually get to read each other's writing. That's also, and we can pop up new critique groups uh, as needed. But, and we do have a critique group right now that's focused specifically on nonfiction. So that's the beauty of the, what we have to offer in a large community where we can reach people across the United States is when we see a need, we can create a class for it or create a, a time for those people to do whatever they feel like they need to do. That really does make it dynamic, right? I mean, a lot of times uh, local writers groups, when they're small, they're local, right? They're, there's not as much diversity in that one group as there could be if it were open to the whole country, right? So, um, right. but there isn't, it's the same old, same old sometimes. And so what the other thing that I like about Prolific Writer's Life is that there's variety, not only in like for the word count even, there's different times, there's different uh, leaders, facilitators for those uh, groups. There's different opportunities to engage in different ways based on where you are with your writing need at that time. And I think that's very valuable. Exactly. And and thank you for bringing up that point too, Tanya. Prolific Writer's Life is made up of a variety of experts. So, for example, if you pop into one words count, it might be an audiobook narrator leading that words count. If you pop into another words count session, uh, another day of the week, it might be a small publishing um, house uh, co-founder leading that session or a book coach, or um, it might be me. <laughs> so we're not only talking to writers here and authors, we're also talking to experts in the industry. So if you're out there and you're an editor, you work in the publishing industry, you have experience in the, in the writing world, um, we are always looking for new experts to bring your expertise to the community, to host, uh, host events that writers might be interested in. Um, let us know about your expertise. We, they need to get to know you. And here's the thing. If you, if you imagine a writer and they, they're not quite sure what they're doing, maybe it's the first book they've ever written and they're kind of poking around, not sure what they're doing. And they think, well, I don't even know when I need an editor. I don't know if I should try to reach out to an editor. Should I self-publish? What's a query letter? I, you know, they just, there's so many questions in their mind and they will go Google to try to find the answers in many cases. And who knows where they're going to end up. Um, but if you come into a writing community like this, like Prolific Writer's Life, you're going to get to know people who do have experience in the writing. Like you, like you Tanya, you have a wealth of information. Um, you would absolutely be able to guide somebody on what to do next, um, where they are in the process. Writing is a very nebulous kind of journey to take in, in many cases. You're just, especially if you have no experience. And even if you do have experience, the, the industry is changing. You know, what Amazon does one day 
they change. What Goodreads is doing, these things, these apps and these platforms, they change what they're doing. They change for uh, algorithms and whatnot. So when you have a community uh, of people who can come <laughs> together and share those experiences, oh, well, I went and did this thinking that I could do you know, this, that, or the other, and I learned that they changed it to be this way instead. So now you've got a way to find that out because you're you're in a community with other writers. So exactly. it gives you the opportunity to stay up to date with what's going on in the publishing industry or just in the writing industry itself. But that's so exciting. And, that really is exciting. And, and say... And save yourself a lot of time and trouble if somebody else has already tried something and tested it and it didn't, and they can give you their experience of how it went for them, that might help you to decide if you want to go that direction or not um, without you having to go through all of the time and trouble that they went through to figure something out. You know, one thing that I had the joy of being able to co-host with you last month was your Prolific Writers Cafe. Now, that is an interesting platform. Here I am as a podcast host, right? And I have the joy of interviewing people on a regular basis through the podcast. But the cafe, that took that interview process to a whole nother level because the attendees, the people, first of all, other people could actually come in, you know, to the cafe. So it wasn't just you and mm-hmm. me talking, for example. You know, we're talking to experts in the industry or authors and so forth, but you can come into the cafe and, you know, tap in your questions to those people so that you can actually hear the results and the answers right on the spot and actually address those experts. I thought that was brilliant. Um, (laughs) So I just want uh, everybody to know about that Prolific Writers Cafe and make sure that they check into that for because it's a monthly event, right? It, it is right now, yes. And again, that could be, like you said, we're a dynamic community. It could, you know, if at some point we decide we want to do it twice a month, we have that flexibility. It is currently once a month. I also, I have a link for that that I'll put in the show notes as well, but it's it's just writesomethingworthy.com forward slash cafe so that you can go learn more about that and tap into the expertise that comes out of it and be able to direct your questions to the experts. That's what I thought was really dynamic about it. I don't have to just listen to people talking about great things that might be of value to me. I can actually steer that conversation by asking my direct question. So I think that's valuable. And. And I absolutely love doing this with you, Tanya. I've learned so much from you in putting together uh, the cafe and how we um, set this up. You're very process-oriented. You're very organized. And it's been just a joy to work with you to put this together. Um, But one of the things I love about the cafe is we're bringing experts into a talking space, I'll say, into a virtual talking space, that Zoom meeting. And... Our members, and anybody can join, our members as well as any anyone can join from at any time. It's just that it's there's a benefit to being a member because, you know, we have discounts and, and so forth on everything. But um, with the cafe, 
our, my logo is the logo for prolific writers life is a circle. The logo for prolific writers cafe is a circle. And I have always had a fond appreciation for tables that are in a circle because it it's less delineated as to who is the leader, so to speak. And it's more about, hey, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, we might be coming in to talk about a subject where the person sitting over there has more knowledge than anybody else at the table. But sure enough, everybody in that in that circle around that table has some sort of expertise, some sort of extra wisdom in their life because of their life experience. And what I like about the cafe and about the whole structure of prolific writer's life is I wanted to have it be so that there isn't this hierarchy. Yes, we have members and we have experts, but at any point, any of our members, if they want to, if they feel like they have some knowledge that they want to share with the community, we have an application process for them to become an expert and share that that piece of knowledge. Maybe it's after they publish their book or after they go through some kind of experience and then they want to share that with other people. But this roundtable approach and, and understanding that we all have something to bring to the table. Um, that's what I love about it, Tanya. So like you mentioned, although we have experts who are having a conversation at the cafe, anybody can pop in and come and ask their questions. Um, we're, not, we're not deciding that this question is good enough to ask or not good enough to ask. This is a question that somebody has in the community, and we've got some experts in the room who can answer it. I love that round table approach. The session last month was really exactly that. It was a round table of great conversation that provided so much rich information. And what a nice perspective that is. Now, Terrific Writer's Life is not your first adventure. You have a incredible career. You have had which experiences that have brought you to this moment of having prolific writer's life. Can you tell me, first of all, tell me about why on earth you have six degrees, six academic <laughs> degrees. What did you learn and why did you want to learn more of it? Um, it's funny, Tanya, because from my youngest years, I loved writing. In, even in elementary school, I loved writing, and my teachers praised my handwriting and my writing and whatnot. So I went all through school and even up through high school where teachers were complimenting me on my writing. So I loved any class when they said, you're going to write an essay, and, and you know, 80% of the people in the classroom were moaning. I was saying, yes, because I knew if I had a writing assignment, I could, I could get a good grade. But anyway, what happened is all my teachers through high school, I just said, I want to be a writer. I want to be a writer. I want to be a writer. Now, my parents had different plans for me, but that's a whole nother story. Um, but anyway, I wanted to be a writer. And so that's what I pursued. And all of my teachers kept saying, well, you should go and get your bachelor's in English and or literature or something like that. So then I did that. And when I was working on my bachelor's and I told everybody, my professors, I want to be an author. I just want to write books. And I kind of wanted to be a professor, too, because I thought I liked the idea of sitting at a cafe in France, having intellectual conversations and reading books. And it just there's something that appealed to me or being down in Key West and being on the beach reading a book. 
there's just something that appealed to me about having a lifestyle where I could have that luxury of reading books. Books are just, just, there's just something to me, a book was my escape when I was a child. And so anyway, so I went through my bachelor's and all those professors said, you should really go get your master's. And I got my master's and all those professors said, well, you really should go for your doctorate because it would be really nice if you can put PhD on your book titles. So I went through all of that, got my doctorate. And then when you become uh, a professor, which I did, uh, then you can typically take classes for free wherever you're teaching. So once I got my doctorate and I was teaching in different schools, universities, colleges, whatnot, I could keep taking classes for free. And I figured, well, I'm on campus anyway. I can grab that class and grab this class. And so um, after getting my doctorate, I picked up three more degrees. <laughs> I love learning. I mean, I'm a lifelong learner. And there was a transition point, though. I'll just say there was a transition point where when I was actually graduating with my sixth college degree, uh, one of my professors sat me down and I just loved this guy. My last degree, by the way, was in construction project management because um, I was working with in the construction industry as well with doing marketing. Um, but this professor sat me down. I'll never forget it in a conference room. And he said, Lorraine, you are, you know, you're amazing. You learn easily. You you have all these great ideas and whatnot. And he said, do you want your legacy to be, you know, that you have 20 college degrees? And it kind of, kind of hit me really hard, like, oh, you're right. Six is probably enough. I better, I won't keep going. So that's what I have. Now, to this day, I am still a lifelong learner. And one of the things I love about Prolific Writers Life community, Tanya, is we tend to attract people who love to read, to learn, and to grow. And that's part of why I love being in Prolific Writers Life community because people are open-minded. They're willing to come and learn. Even if they're doing a DIY book and they want to self-publish, they need to learn things. Um, and if they're trying to get a publishing deal, find an agent, you still need to learn how to go that pathway. So the people who tend to come into our community are cooperative people who, who are open-minded and want to learn and grow. Um, and that's what I love. I mean, now if somebody is a loner and they completely want to do everything on their own, I still encourage them to come and try out our community because they might be surprised at how much faster they can go. <laughs> right. And and I mentioned that also in past podcasts that I I do tend to be a loner. I am rather introverted. And so being on my own is, is very comfortable for me. So being in the Prolific Writers Live community was also a change for me because it meant that I could share with others and I could also gain from, learn from, enjoy the presence of others. And I truly do. And it's really amazing the kind of people that are there. And thank goodness they're open to learning and growing. I, too, am a continuous learner. I totally believe in that. I want to learn as much as I can all the time. Uh, I never want to stop learning either. I, I won't have as many degrees to show for it, but I, <laughs> but I will not stop learning, so I appreciate that. Tell me about you as a writer. How, you know, what is writing life like for you? <laughs> Well, um, my whole career has been based on writing in one 
way or another. Um, I started off as a professor teaching English, ESL classes, Comp 1. I love Comp 101. I did that, that bread and butter class that every college student has to take. Um, I absolutely love that class when I taught that because I would see students come in with their arms crossed, laying, sitting back in their chair, looking at me like, oh gosh, I got to get through this class. And within a couple weeks, I had them transformed into understanding the power of being a good communicator, writing emails that are clear, things like that. And um, so anyway, I was a professor and I taught all kinds of writing classes, technical writing, creative writing. I taught in France for a while. And um, I also love teaching basic English as a second language because it's just hilarious what happens when you get people from a bunch of different countries coming in, sitting in one room, they don't speak much English at all. I had some of those real newbies that are coming to the U.S. And these we're talking like adults, right, that are 20, 21, 22 in many cases going to college and uh, trying to learn English so that they can go on for their master's degree or their doctorate, whatever they're trying to work toward. And um, I just loved it, Tanya, because, you know, when you're and if you've lived in other where people have traveled or lived in other countries, I've lived in France and China. Um, you feel like a child when you can't speak the language, but that was a blast. It was a lot of fun. So I was a professor, and then I also did grants reviews for um, the U.S. Department of Education. So these were people who were submitting grant applications uh, for educational programs, in many cases for ESL students and um, how to help people with their communication skills and language learning. So I did grants evaluation. Um, then I got into corporate, doing different kind of corporate training and then writing marketing content, intranet content, internet content. And then I got involved in ISO continuous improvement type work where I was writing standard operating procedures for companies so that they had clear communications on who's responsible for what. I know you have a specific talent in this as well. Um, but so all of my jobs, you know, in the construction industry, in the shipping industry, um, in working in universities, um, in all of these cases, uh, I have been writing in some way or another in my in my career. And then um, aside from that, when we lived in China, I did write for some expat uh, publications, um, articles on how to get adjusted to life in China kind of things. Um, so I've done I've done a lot of blogging, but most of my writing has been business writing, blogging, this kind of thing. But I've really created the Prolific Writers Life community um, for writers of all sorts, whether it's technical writing, creative writing, poetry, working on a book. Um, I love all of those forms, even though I tend to typically if I'm going to buy a book, it's typically a nonfiction book because I want to learn something. Uh, but I certainly have my collection of fiction books as well that I that I love. So yeah, it's been kind of a interesting career of moving around a lot and uh, writing in one way or another. Every every company needs a writer, really. You know, these days, especially now that we're so based on uh, people searching online to find good information. One of the courses that I have taught in uh, corporate America is about effective business writing and so forth and communicating like a leader. 
And one of the quotes, I can't recall it directly right now, but it said that if you cannot write and you cannot communicate, you're not going to be promoted. You are not going to excel as a leader. So writing is essential. It is an essential skill, no matter what it is that you're doing, you need to be able to communicate. And even if it's as simple as an email, you need to be able to communicate. And so you're spot on. And it's so interesting that every job I have had in my career, I have been a writer in some form as well. I'm writing annual reports. I'm writing the company newsletter. I'm writing uh, special events material. I'm writing all kinds of stuff, blog posts and press releases and everything else throughout my career. So I get this being the writer at every turn. Tanya, um, it's absolutely essential that people know how to write emails these days. I mean, it's one of our main ways that we communicate in business. And I always think about this when I get an email where somebody asks me three different things in an email or the email is uh, let's say the email is several hundred words. Um, to me, that is an indication that it probably needed to be a conversation or a meeting. Um, but we could all be more efficient with our email if we had only one main point or one main question in an email. So learning to write effective emails, that in itself is a good reason to join our community. If you work in a business where you have to uh, write emails constantly, uh, Learning to improve that communication can be really important. It's good to be reminded of the purpose of the medium. One of the approaches that I teach is, you know, um, how do you deliver the information that it is that you're trying to get out? And sometimes email is not the answer, even though many of us will use it and choose it anyway. And Picking up the phone might have been the best way to do that. Thank you so much for that. Now, you have so many great things and experiences that you have brought into Pacific Writers Life community, and you created an environment where others can bring their best to and where others can gain from others within that community because when you're coming together with a, a variety of different people and backgrounds and goals and intentions and desires, there's so much that can be shared that you wouldn't be able to get if you were just sitting in your desk in your office by yourself. So I just want to share my appreciation for the Prolific Writers Life community because it really has been something I've avoided most of my writing life. I have not chosen to be a part of a writer's community before in, in a way that I've enjoyed. And so this is new to me, and I can't be more thrilled to know about prolific writers. Thank you, Tanya. And I love working with you, and I love working with so many of the experts in our community. Um, I know um, Keiko, who is one of our experts in the community, she is at one point, she said to me, um, you know, we get so used to working on things together, whether it's in words count or build your author platform, because we're actually, you know, we're spending that time working together. And she said to me one time, you know what, if you just send that to me, it's going to feel like and I have to do that by myself, it's going to feel like work. But if we 
But if we work on this in Build Your Author Platform or in Words Count, then it's going to feel like fun because we're both there and we can bounce these questions off of each other. We don't have to feel stuck and second guess ourselves for where we're going with this. So, um, yeah, come work. It, it, it will change the whole the way you feel all day in your workday. Even if you come to one words count session in a day, for example, it will change your whole um, experience of being a writer for that day. Um, I do encourage people to try it out. It's try it out for two weeks, the free trial. So it's there's nothing to lose really to try it out and everything to gain. Um, Tanya, if I can, I'd like to mention one other thing. And this again comes with how we can be dynamic as a community. We are starting something new, which is called groups. And so in these groups, what we're doing is if you have a local writers group of, you know, your five, eight, 10, 20 people that get together, uh, we are, um, we can showcase these groups. And so, for example, if a if one of the group leaders wants to become a member of Prolific Writers Life and you have like a monthly talk with some of the authors in your local community there, we can give you the virtual space and we can give you a much broader platform to uh, share this out to writers throughout the United States. And we've even had people visit from Canada and Russia and other countries. So we never know when somebody's going to pop in from other countries as well. But um, we're mostly, most of our members right now are U.S.-based. But, uh, yeah, if you have a local writers group and you want to bring some more attention to your local writers group and the authors you have that you want to feature and potentially get them in front of a wider audience, you know, reach out to Prolific Writers Life and we can let you know how to do that. How are you really bringing people together in ways that they might not have uh, previously, for example, if I knew I was going to be in California and I'm in Virginia right now, I know I'm going to be in California for, you know, 10 days or uh, or so, and I want to know if there's a writing group out there. I might be able to go on to Prolific Writers Life, look on the groups page and see if there's somebody, you know, if there's a group that's going to be where I am that I could tap into while I'm visiting. Yes. That could be an interesting use of the group's feature on there. So I could see then that that would be advantageous to any of the groups that exist because it might expose their group to a lot broader community than they would otherwise have. Right. That's a wonderful feature. Thank you for that. Yes. And Lorraine, you know, this has been absolutely fantabulous. I I love everything that you do. I love your energy. I love your passion. I love the way that you support others. And I am so excited to be able to also support you and Prolific Writers Live because I believe it's truly a writing community that adds power to the writer, gives power to us writers out there, and gives us a reason to join. But can you um, tell us how uh, how our listeners can connect with you? Uh, they hear this and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm driving. I need to be able to connect with Lorraine later. How do I do that? Where should we yeah. send them? Put this in our show notes, by the way, but where should we send them? I would say the the number one way to come and have a conversation is to sign up for that free trial and come to a words count. I go to almost all the words count, so I'm typically in those sessions. Uh, because that's when I have, that's my writing time scheduled every day. So 
come to a words count and um, let's chat. Uh, another way is I'm on LinkedIn under Lorraine Hatia, so you can find me there and send me a message and connect with me. I love connecting with other writers and experts in the industry. Um, and then, of course, on our website, prolificwriters.life, we also have a contact page, so you can reach me that way. Um, so I like to make myself accessible. I like to meet writers um, and, you know, engage so that they can get their projects done, make progress. Uh, and another thing people can do is they can... They can blog for Prolific Writer's Life. This is, you know, if you're out there and you just want you want to start your publishing uh, journey, uh, we do have a blog. So if you have an article that you want to write for writers, um, that's another way to connect with us. And you don't even have to be a member of Prolific Writer's Life to submit a blog post for us. We have a process for guest blog posters too. So, I mean, the goal here being what, ever can elevate and help the writer, bring it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that does allow, um, does allow us writers to have a more prolific writer's life. Duane, yes. again, thank you so very much for being on the Write Something Worthy podcast. It has been my absolute pleasure to have you here with Tanya, likewise, thank you so much for being part of Prolific Writers Life community and all that you bring to the community through the cafe and in so many other ways. Your expertise has been invaluable to me, and I love working with you. I am so thankful um, to be able to work with you as peers, as writing peers. You've been listening to the Worthy Writer edition of the Write Something Worthy podcast. If you'd like to know more about today's guest or even to reach out to them, you can find all of their information in our show notes at writesomethingworthy.com.